0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Traders Wrap up Podcast. We're here today to talk about the penultimate week of Traders AU Season 2. Episodes 7 and 8 are down, done, dusted. We believe there's one more episode next week in the form of the finale. We are on the road there, but we have quite a bit to talk about. I am, of course, your host, Piazan McKeeley, ready back in Traders Tower to break things down. And with me, my fellow trader that I definitely do trust and do not think is a snitch, it is peridium peridium how you doing
1: oh boy this season has just zipped right by us puya i'm doing pretty good um it's weird to think it's almost over given last season was i think 12 episodes and now we're looking at one left i don't even think there's possibly a 10th we have a final five on our hands that we're entering with and yeah um, which would
0: be very easily one banishment and then the finale or like the final roundtable thing fire yeah. pit what do we have an f- official term for that?
1: Well, they didn't even do a fire pit. I don't think in season one of Australia, right? They had a vote, a forced vote at the final four. Like they didn't give them the option. I don't know if there's a term
0: though. I I guess it's. uh, Yeah. Is it? I don't know the fire pit because I feel like that. I like that. I like the premise of it being a fire pit outside. And I know AU didn't do it, but they should. They should. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think I'm with you. I feel like it's probably one episode. I think so and I kind of heard about this
1: earlier like weeks ago but I was like really and I'm like well they did start with four less people and the way the season's going they haven't really uh like delayed any murders there's no been failed murders really well unless you're a a traitor murdering yourself I guess I guess that's possible um but ultimately yeah I'm like I think this is looking to be a shorter season uh they didn't do the trial I was the trial didn't happen there was nobody on trial this season so it's a little different in that regard, I don't actually dislike it fully. I don't think it needs to be any certain amount of episodes per se, but uh it is strange it's shorter. I think this is the shortest one I've seen, I think, of all this of all the Trader seasons.
0: I believe so cuz I think um if I remember correctly, UK was definitely longer than 10 episodes and US mm. was I want to say 12. So yeah. This would be if this this would be first of all the only show that's been single episodes for a season. <laughs> At nine and then if it's 10 it would be tied with new zealand which we just saw but this would answer the age-old question that i think a lot of people had which is what happens if um they don't have because they can't have a preset number of episodes then it'll depend on what the season looks like
1: which i'm actually not fully against it's just a little strange from like how are they putting this season together don't they need a mandated certain amount of episodes i guess i would assume they would want the same amount as the first season or is this a different I know, like Australian Survivor tries to have a certain they try to hit a certain quota, and that causes them to have a lot of non-elimination episodes, um, for better or worse, usually for worse. So I was like, interesting that they're only doing nine. That seems really short, and uh, they didn't do any like on trial or like that the traders can't murder at all. But then I'm also like, they are steamrolling this season so far, and well, I shouldn't say so far. It's the end of the road. They've steamrolled this season. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know what. I know that I, in, in the history of me playing Mafia, the games don't have a predetermined... The game could end if the three traders or however many Mafia players there are get taken out back to back mm-hmm. to back. It doesn't make for the most... It's just like Goose Goose. Like You don't know. You might get around that last 30 minutes where we're just stuck in ghost chat. Just having nothing to talk about. Or it could be a game that ends in, like, two 90
0: minutes. seconds, yeah. yeah. And you like gotta you just get seconds. back to the lobby. I I looked at the other w- iterations, Peridium, and uh US was also 10 episodes, but the reunion made it 11 episodes total. Okay. Uh, other than the, yeah, so 10 is the, the least we've had until this, which I looked at the wiki. The wiki seems to be indicating that it'll be nine episodes with one episode on the 10th of September, and that's it. Yeah, So... Yeah, I think the biggest thing that we can look back and point at is that they added a third trader by way of recruitment with Camille coming in at the final eight to become the third trader. And I think they did so with the assumption that definitely one of these traders will get ousted. And then we have a little bit more time to do something with this. But. We are at the final five. Let's jump right ahead. We're at the final five going into the finale where the traders outnumber the faithful three to two. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, Godspeed you, Liam and Sarah. You guys have played an atrocious game. And I would just say if you guys, if if if, if the faithfuls, which to be fair, they could still win. If they can find a way to somehow get the traders to throw each other under the bus, I don't even think Liam and Sarah would would win the game, even if they're in the final three together, because they would end it thinking the third person is a faithful, believing there's only two because heaven forbid, actually, no, Sarah did mention the, the recruitment, but heaven forbid uh, recruitment is a possible option in this show. I guess that goes to what Annabelle was saying. None of these people have watched the traders. They don't know what's happening. They're just making up rules left and right. And unfortunately it's, going to cost them two hundred fifty thousand dollars.
0: yeah i do not have any any hope for these faithfuls i really think it's going to be a trader's game to lose Uh it's just a matter of which trader is going to come on top
1: i think that's the biggest question going into the finale which trader is going to win will
0: multiple traders win will all three traders win i don't know i think this is what's going to happen i think They're going to let Sam get fed to the wolves. And then I see a world where Blake and Camille want to work together or will. But then they'll vote out Blake because if, hey, there were two names put out there. Sam got confirmed. Blake's the other one. Let's get him done. Then they get out Blake at the final four. And they're like, all right, the rest of us are all faithful. And then they lose to Camille. I think Camille's going to win this season.
1: You know, initially I wasn't sure about that with the way that Sam's been playing and, and honestly, really the way that Faithful's been playing. Um, but this going, the, the the ending of episode eight going into this finale does feel like this is, this is going to be what feels like was kind of preordained from the beginning of the season where how is this guy possibly the winner? How is Sam possibly the winner with the way that he is such a cocky, arrogant little shit to, to steal from, uh, what was that, from uh, Ash? It's like, mm-hmm. this guy is not as smart as he thinks he is. It's more just the traders are dumber than we realize. They really are. And, and they realize they, that they haven't realized that they're actually this bad. I think Liam is thrown in the towel at this point. And mm-hmm. I'm starting to wonder, maybe this is the... I'm a little lukewarm on Camille winning, but I also am at this present time. Like I thought, Sam can't lose. Like every episode has been, Sam's not going to lose. Sam's got this oh no, Sam might be in trouble. Oh no, Sam did. he's not in trouble, let's be honest. And it's been like that for eight episodes. Even in episode seven and eight, we had that storyline. And I'm like, they keep pulling it and they, keep, they can't keep getting away with it. And I'm like, I actually do think Camille is going to win this, even though I've been thinking Sam has been going to win every battle all season. I think he will lo- lose the war against Camille in the finale. I don't know if Blake's going to be there though. I don't know if Blake is going to win with Camille. I could see it. But I would, I feel like Camille is going to win this season.
0: Yeah, that's really where I'm headed. But also, I've been on the opposite side of that paradigm where I've been wrong about every single Sam matchup this season. I have thought his time is coming. Oh, it's not coming. All right, it's next one. His time is coming. Oh, it's not coming. All right, next round. This, these two episodes, I genuinely, genuinely thought there is no way he's surviving one episode let alone both episodes, mm. let alone we'll see him in the finale. I thought Sam's game was going to be done. It makes no sense. And I know, I know that we were discussing, I said last week, I think he's easily the best villain trader we've had. Um, I think I'm ready to say he's one of the best traders we have had. I think Obviously, you have to specifically look at the cast that he's surrounded by. But if your name has been in the firing line like that from basically what the third banishment and you're still at the final five hats off to you, you're doing something right. Clearly.
1: Yeah, I, I obviously I'm such a big survivor head and you're a big fan of survivor. So if you're not a fan of survivor, my analogy might fall flat here. I do wonder if it's the difference between say Boston, Rob running the game and just looking like an absolute machine, like a whole
0: God. Or
1: is it like somebody who is playing against a more competent cast, but is so much better than everybody that they're just like, uh, I guess I don't even know if Kim Spradlin's the best example, but she also has a similar, um, a, a game that she played on survivor and she's often considered one of, if not the best winner in the history of the show. But then of course people would say her season is also bad. Is this a case where Sam is so good that the rest of his cast looks really meek and, and just, just, just can't get a thing to go. can't get a plan to go together ever at all through eight episodes. Or is it they're that bad that Sam can be as sloppy as he wants, as bold as he wants, as, you know, this wouldn't work on any other season, but it's working this time. We'll never really know what that that timeline looks like where Sam somehow is on another season. Season one, maybe. Maybe, or if there's a season three and, you know, he's there, he does much worse. I I don't know. We'll never know. Those are the questions you ask yourself when you try to analyze these players. (laughs) I do think that this cast on AU, the Faithful, are are incompetent. They are incredibly bad. I think they're the worst group of Faithfuls I've seen. And I I feel bad because there are some who are actually quite good, like Annabelle, Luke. I exclude you, but like, most- yeah, you have
0: like some standouts that I, I will vocally say again, Annabelle is probably the best faithful that's ever played this game.
1: Yeah. Um, and I, I do think Luke had something good going, but their hand got forced and I'm starting to wonder now. I started thinking this too, as I was watching episode seven and eight, I for last podcast, I did question if their move to, to go and pounce on the traders was too soon. But now that I'm looking at the field and I'm seeing what I thought, like maybe there's, it would have
0: never been too soon. It
1: never would have been too soon with this cast. It honestly yeah. was, they were screwed, I think, from the onset, from the onset with the way that the traders, the game works. And I think if they were given a, a, a better cast of Faithful that actually did the homework a little bit, I think they actually could have been the winners or gone much deeper than they did. Because what we have seen literally every episode since Annabelle called everything out, laid everything on the table, is one after the other, one domino Simone stands up and goes wait a minute she gets knocked out and then we have Keith going wait a minute Hannah wait a minute Gloria wait a minute and it's like why couldn't you have all had that exact realization I thought for a second maybe there's a strategy behind this maybe they're playing the game really hard and then we're just going to get a surprise gotcha but no that's that's and they're literally there's only two faithful left and I do not think that that's happening with so I feel bad for uh I do uh, again we'll go back to that. I feel bad for Annabelle and Luke I do think that this is a very very weak group of faithful who did not do their homework do not understand the game clearly not much don't have much of a experience playing these social strategy games at all or even maybe any games that much um and they're playing with a Sam type villain who wants to be big and bold and make an early move that cements him and I don't know if this would work in a lot of traders uh seasons but with this group it was just the right mix and i mean like what would sam have looked like if he was a faithful would he have been really good you know what if it was flipped and like liam and sarah were were, were traders? i i think this is like a ridiculously different season so
0: uh, yeah i don't know i think every se- uh, trader season or every reality tv show that's competitive by nature it will always come down to who are you cast with and what are your strengths versus the cast you're in because you can be put on 50 different seasons with 50 different casts and perform vastly different in at like half of them easily. Right. I think Sam benefited from being put in this cast where he could very much exercise this route of, if you cross me, I'm going to come after you and no one is going to be the wiser that I did so. Every single time someone has brought his name up at the round table, he has been able to be like, Uh, Now I think it's you actually because you're saying my name and no one's questioned that and he's been able to get them out. I think the minute Annabelle and and Luke lost the the war, I'm not even going to call that the battle. The minute they lost the war, it was curtains for the faithful because... The rest of the faithful remaining were kind of the more quiet ones to -hmm. a degree. And the minute someone spoke up, it was like, huh, you're suddenly talking and you didn't talk before. That is sketchy. You have to go now. And then obviously they're not it. Gloria had a moment of awakening and they still (laughs) voted her out. And I really thought that it should be obvious that it is clearly her name's not like y'all. Her name wasn't coming up. And she's putting this information out. She has no reason to be vocal unless she's been actively playing and being vocal and being sussed publicly. She's been relatively quiet this far. That is clearly a sign. But again, um, Sam really did a good job of picking the right people to have along. Sam and Blake each had a plus one that was very clearly tied to them and fully thought they were faithful. Um, Blake had Keith and Sam up until this point had Liam. So much so that they could say what and do whatever they wanted, and no one was batting an eye at them at all.
1: So this sounds to me like Annabelle is the David Murphy of Traders Redemption Island.
0: <laughs> Put some more respect <laughs> on her name, Peridium. Well, oh, she's, was-
1: she's the Troisan of, of Traders One World. Oh, th- that's an improvement. <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, this is... <laughs> okay, these are not the best seasons of uh, Survivor to be comparing this Trader season to, but It has been such a repetitive storyline in a way where like every single episode, a new faithful has the light bulb go off and then they just get shot down and they get voted. I was like, in my notes from last podcast, I was like, okay, so they're going to banish Keith. They're going to ban or they're going to murder Keith. They're going to murder Gloria. No, they actually banished Keith and banished. I'm like, oh, my gosh, of course, even the, 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 the even dumber move. The faithful are going to do the dirty work for what I was expecting to be the best path forward for the traders. Oh, the traders just got them to do that already, so they don't—they can murder Hannah, who I guess is suddenly a super genius in episode seven. All of a sudden, she's a big threat. I don't know where that came from.
0: But I'm this is like, the same Hannah who just <laughs> fully bought hook, line, and sinker that Annabelle was the biggest liar and clearly like, the biggest trader. I'm
1: like, are the traders watching the same season? Do they know something we don't? Where did Hannah come? Like, where did Hannah come from? All of a sudden, she, she woke needs to up be- and they took her out. I guess so. I mean, I mean, it makes sense. And then Gloria woke up, but I'm like, there's only three faithful, and I want to say, like, there was. I guess I don't know if we want to start at the beginning of all this or whatever. Because one of the biggest storylines that connected seven and eight, episode seven and eight, was this: the traitors can murder themselves. This was brought up in episode (laughs) right, and that was my reaction. (laughs) I was just laughing. So there's this light bulb moment. I came out of left field where Hannah's like. The traders can actually murder themselves if they have a shield. And they're like, oh, and all five faithful are sitting there in the final eight with the three other traders not there. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And this becomes like the prevailing argument against Sam and against Blake. And it carries into episode eight. And that's, again, the prevailing, the prevailing uh, conversation is around this strategy that they could actually murder themselves, thus meaning the story that. Sam has this shield he's he got shot at and he's alive oh my gosh what the what in the world and I just am baffled it just shows me like I don't first of all think that that's true I don't think they can murder each other and I I just don't know if that's a reality I've never heard of that being a thing in any other season and I'm just like you guys are clearly showing me how little you know about this game because you're not talking about recruitment at all so, like there was a throwaway line. Yes, that's it. That's all we got. That was no no time was spent toward the strategy of recruitment. What if there's a third? They did it, they did get out one earlier. There's probably three total. It's been a long time. Like they love the recruitment thing on the show, but you wouldn't know that because you haven't seen the show. So I don't know. Guess the traders are shooting themselves. All of a sudden, they're doing the dirty work for them.
0: So this is, I think, the biggest error or blunder, rather, potentially for Sam's game. If Sam does not win the season and Camille does, because by claiming that, hey, they took a shot at me, I'm clearly good now that worked. But that very much hid the fact that there's a third trader in the building now, or at least that's what it's being story wise is being shown to us. When we inevitably tuck into some some deeper dives postseason, we can figure out if that is what exactly goes on in the background and if they knew there were three or not or whatever. But from where I'm standing, it looks like they have no reason to believe anything, but there were two trade there are two potential traders, and that now we think Sam's one of them. No clue on whether or not Camille is probably not. Although Liam did throw out that he thinks it's it's um. Camille and uh Sam so maybe Camille gets shot sideways uh maybe that's possible you know there's this there's this sneaky little editing
1: thing that they did in episode eight and I don't know if it's actually foreshadowing or if they're just being funny but there's a conversation between Sarah and Camille and um Sarah says I would hate to be the final faithful with a traitor and the camera immediately goes to Camille, like right as she finishes the sentence. And I just thought if this is it, if, if Sarah's the final faithful, which I wouldn't be shocked. And I'm, Not looking, at all. At this, I'm looking at this from Camille. Like I spent a lot of time after these episodes trying to map out how do these people win the game? And obviously for Liam and, and, uh, and Sarah, it's it's straightforward. It's also the least likely. So I just went like, well, they get the other three out. Not happening. Okay. So <laughs> from Camille's perspective, I do think the strategy would be get out Liam first. Therefore, you're guaranteeing there's a 0% chance that a faithful can win. Because with the two, technically, they could still win. I mean, honestly, with, with these two, you're, you're probably fine either way. But if you want to be 100% guaranteed of the, that you, the trader, could win, uh, get out one of the two, and I was thinking, if I'm Camille, and if I'm Blake, you probably get out Liam. Take Sarah, who seems to be less. She seems to be so easily easily manipulated. Like the turning on Gloria in episode eight was just was just tragic. I was like, she's got to be putting up a front here, right? There's no way after everything we it saw. It was she a Gloria,
0: unanimous vote. Gloria voted is- Sam, and everyone else voted Gloria. I was I was melting in my seat. I couldn't believe it. It's the only
1: unanimous vote of this season. And it was against
0: <laughs> Gloria
1: of all people. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, and I thought, Sarah, oh my okay, at this point, yeah, there's no saving her. I mean, there wasn't much of a much of a chance anyway, yeah, but
0: essentially, for the tra- I mean, for the faithfuls yeah. now, unless the traders get greedy and we know they're going to, the faithfuls have no chance of winning this game. It's done like for them.
1: if you're Camille, you Camille, you want to get out Liam, you then surrounded. And of course, that's going to look weird because he's going to be a faithful. But you, if they do force a final four vote, which they did last season, you look at the final four and you go, we could end it, but we could get more money, Blake. And we got Sarah. Look how easily flippable she is. You, the strategy is like, look, Blake or Sam and Liam have been this dummy duo, dumb and dumber, apparently on the surface all season. They've been working in lockstep. They're the two traders. I mean, I guess it would look bad if you got Liam out and then he's faithful because that might poke a hole in your theory if you're from Sarah's perspective. Yeah. But you get, you get one of the two out. I guess you could get Sam out at five. That would be probably easier. Confirms he's a traitor. Then you get Sarah to vote out Liam. Whoopsie-daisy. And then you either... I mean, I'm just like, if you're Sarah, you would not end the game knowing you didn't get out the two traitors. So that's, it's a tricky little, little end game maze for these people. If you want to be greedy as a trader and win on your own or possibly with a final two, knowing if you're faithful, you're going to keep and keep going to a vote, but I'm looking at it like either Camille wins with Sarah voting out Blake, or maybe they do work together, her and Blake and vote out Sarah at the final three. Um, I don't know. I what do think, you, what do you
0: think? Okay. So this is my prediction. You cannot let Sam get past the final five. And I think you need to give the faithful a win here. You vote out, Sam. Sam goes out, confirmed traitor. That's cool. Then, that cool. yeah, then I see a world where you can turn the tide onto Liam now at four because Liam has been Sam's closest buddy and only at the very end here has suddenly changed his tune on him. That's suspect. We have had suspicions on Liam. We're going to vote out Liam. Liam should be the choice to go. And that way you have Blake and and Camille work together to be like, hey, we're doing this together. Cool. And then at the final three, I think Blake gets voted out anyway. And then you're left with Camille and um, Sarah. I think that's how it goes.
1: If you're Blake, do you rock with those two and vote out Camille?
0: I mean, you will try your best, I think, at that point.
1: Liam's like, I think it's Sam and Camille. So you're like, Blake must be like, all right, like I'll take that. That works for me at the final five. What do you say, uh, final three? It's and if possible. you were to get Camille and Sam out back to back, Blake wins. I think they would keep Blake, and he wins the money. They would assume That's they got possible. all them out, especially with this shield theory that you can traders can murder each other, and murder themselves. I would assume they're probably thinking we got them both out. Blake wins the game because why would we rob uh, Blake unless unless you're faithful, anyone would be greedy, but. I mean, obviously you should. I've always said this since the first season I watched, which was the UK. If you're a faithful and you're in the final three, you always go to a vote, even if you think you might be getting voted out there because you don't know and you'll never know for sure with the way that this is, the way way the game plays out. If you've gotten them all out, you have to assume there's at least three, probably four, depending on the cast size. I'm like, you don't end it. You don't do Quentin and Andy. You don't let that last person in the final three survive if you feel 100% about one of them you let that one person go and cut the other one and you're, you ended in a final two. And if you get it right, you get 50, you get 50% of the money. So like you can't win it all as a faithful, but you gotta, you gotta go to the final two, go down to the very bitter end, the pointy end, as they say.
0: Mm -hmm. Would you like a fun fact? Uh, Yeah. I love fun facts. Okay. Gloria voted out the most traders this season. Uh Oh, (laughs) She voted Ash in the Ash vote out. She then voted Blake in the Annabelle vote out. She then voted Blake during the Keith vote out and then voted Sam in her own vote out.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She, she, she was cooking. They just didn't let her cook enough.
0: Mm -mm. They didn't let her cook enough. And I feel like she suffered from not really being involved in the early goings. And then being the more vocal one at the end, but Sarah's opinion kind of blew with the wind on that one. And obviously they didn't have enough votes there to make it happen. Sarah had
1: this realization in episode eight
0: that I just was mind blown. I took a note and it was just in all
1: caps where Sarah is torn on Sam, possibly being a traitor because she comes to the astounding realization. Traitors can vote off traitors. And I went, You are just now considering that? Worthless. Get off. Get out of here. Like, come on. Oh my gosh. It's episode eight. And you're, I mean, maybe she misspoke and meant you can murder, but she said vote off other traitors. And I just thought, yeah, like Sam and and Ash, right? No, no, okay. And they kept going back to what about Annabelle and Luke? They got brought up a bunch this these last few episodes. Like, what about that? They were both faithful. Like we didn't really go back to that. We didn't really think about that. We just kind of got rid of Simone. We got rid of uh Keith. But like, what if what if Annabelle and Luke actually were onto something and they got taken out because they were on something? And they're like, you know what? Let's just vote out Keith. Let's just vote out Gloria. Let's just
0: get him out. It's easier. Why not? Um, I think the biggest clue that they could have had and should have thought of was the fact that up until episode seven, never in ever has someone who has gone to the armory been targeted by the traders? not once why now suddenly why now when sam's at the armory so we could they could have had sam weeks ago or you know not weeks ago days ago however you know i don't know what the timeline is to me that's the biggest indicator not that oh the traders can kill each other and therefore they're lying about this using the shield to stay alive how about this is sketchy (laughs) <laughs> that like, yes, yeah, someone yeah. was in the armory is alive. When we all know the armory is a free pass,
1: and that's also everyone. been the strategy of the traders up to that point. I looked if you go back and look at everyone who went into the armory, you notice there's a very obvious trend where whoever Adam the armory, highlighted
0: it from jump. She said if we do not disclose, they won't get rid of any of us because it's too risky, right? She laid it out. She said mm-hmm. this is the strat, and the traders went
1: with the strat because it's a good strat. And the, the faithfuls went, oh, okay. And then they're like, wait a minute, what if the girl who was proven to be a faithful was onto something? Ah. And then they changed the strategy all of a sudden, and now they're shooting at people in the armory. That's odd. And they don't—I don't even know if the faithfuls fully understood about how recruitment works, and that it's, it was mentioned by Sarah, which is bizarre given Sarah's gameplay twice that this could have happened but no further discussion it was instantly shot down by by liam um i don't understand like why did they not talk about this theory where where this could what road could this if there is another trader out there which is not inconceivable it's actually most likely the outcome instead of them happening to shoot sam like that is again this is where i draw like is sam really that good Or are these people really just that bad? And I feel like in my case, in most cases, it's really these players are just that bad. That common uh, just logic is going out the window in favor of what if it's this random red herring that Sam says is the likely outcome? And then he's wrong again and again and again. And Sam's defense of it himself is just, well, I didn't really say it that way. You you can't put it on me because I didn't say it like that. Or you're twisting my words. (laughs) It's just, uh, I don't understand. I, I I think it comes down to the Faithfuls don't really know the game
0: just at all. Yeah, so I, I can't even think about recruitment because I don't even know what it is. They don't even know how it works. Yeah. I would probably co-sign that because, you know, I'm looking at my nose right now as you're speaking and I'm, you know, getting refreshed because it's been a couple of days since I've watched the episode. Get refresh, mm. so I remember what I saw. And I remember now very vividly, Hannah comes into this episode, the first episode saying, I do not buy this talk about Sam, I think Sam is bad, I need people to know about it and then I was like, oh yeah, she was really pounding the drum let me go see who she voted for Liam! She voted for Liam in that same episode! How? Sam got zero votes that episode Sam got one Prettyam. Sam you know. got one out of a total of 8 plus 6 equals 14 1 That's out of is. 14 votes were Sam and now how, much, how much attention was dedicated to is, is this it for Sam?
1: And he got one what? vote. He got he one vote, vote. <laughs> in in two hours of is Sam in trouble? Is this the end? He got
0: one the vote. The most votes Sam has received in one round table came in the Annabelle boot where, no, right. sorry, it came in the um Simone yes. boot where he received three.
1: And two of those are from the traders who immediately decided to lay off the heat which is another i think suspicious tell and if you're looking at blake as a potential cohort you're sort of like what's the consistency also blake is getting a little bit of heat too he got heat from keith um in the blake of it all he kind of switches his strategy up where he suddenly is now pro sam he's kind of aboard the same term he's he's wary obviously he doesn't fully trust the guy but he's sort of looking at it like do we want to have an all-out war which would result in possibly us both losing or do we have a ceasefire? And again, if you're a faithful, you want to look at like consistent gameplay and knowing the person's per- behavior, personality. This to me would stand out a lot. Same with Camille, by the way. Camille is another one who is a little bit disjointed and she says she wants to go for Sam, but then she kind of doesn't. And she went for Sam in the previous episode, but now she's not. So these are also clues. If you're paying attention, I don't know exactly how much, how obvious it was when you're in that room and you're in these rooms, but um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of signs. This has like been a half hour of us just being like, what are these faithful thinking? Like how, how, (laughs) (laughs) how is it like this? It's shocking. And I do think these were probably my two least favorite of the uh, pairing episodes for the last four podcasts we've done. Not as much to talk about. I'm, I'm, a little bit baffled that Keith was voted out all of a sudden. I do think it was a good strategy from Sam. I did tip my cap there and say, if you're not going to go for Blake, you want to go for the next person who's like the Liam to Sam. Go for the Keith of Blake. He got him out. He got, he got Blake to flip and Blake is somewhat in a corner. And I do feel like at the end of this all, that, that might have been one of the worst things for Blake was voting out his Liam of the game.
0: Yeah, he votes out as Liam now, not really having a parachute at the end game, which we have talked about it being very important for you as a trader to have someone who is absolutely on your side. Because if you do want to get greedy and dip in and try and get rid of one of your own with less numbers, you're potentially able to do so. However, (laughs) Liam is big pissed at the end of episode eight (laughs) with Gloria leaving so much so that he's abandoned Sam completely, but also... This is Australian Traders season two. I do not trust the edit. I do not trust that Liam I don't is trust over it. Sam at all. What, ha- what
1: happened? What happened to uh, Blake and Sam gunning for each other at the end of episode, what was that, six? And I thought, oh, this is juicy because I thought I the war see. was coming. I thought this is what this is exactly what you want to do. You prime up your next victim ahead of time. You get ahead of the game, ahead of the curve, and then you tear him down. And uh, it hasn't it didn't result in anything, which to me would be like very odd behavior. Um, if I'm a faithful looking at these players who are also pinpointed by two guaranteed faithful, Annabelle and Luke. So, huh. anyway, uh, faithful are losing this game. <laughs> We've been new. We knew this for a long time.
0: Yeah. Not- <laughs> Again, this is why I'm willing to maybe open the dialogue on Sam being a lot better than just being a villain. I, because yeah. he not only was, he, he had. To, first of all, he had his his only other traitor Allegiance vote him. He then was able to call him out publicly at the round table, then go to Trader's Tower and say, are you really trying to snitch me out? I'm willing to cease fire. Doesn't matter how much Blake trusts him or not. Blake ceasefires completely mm-hmm. and lets it go. Also agrees with him to recruit Camille, who I do not think Blake really wanted, but get they get Camille on side. And then... He gets Keith voted out, who is Blake's closest ally outside of the traders, And Blake has not retaliated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I got nothing to say. I, I agree. Um, it just- Again,
0: <laughs> I just want to say this has no business working. I still no. don't think any of the stuff Sam has done logistically should work. Cause he's been playing the game dialed at 11 from the second ban from the second round table. And it's worked. It's worked. He's made it all the way here right now. Still again, ha- do- not really knowing where Liam lies and all this potentially could still win this thing. Cause he has three traders. I think he needs, I don't, ugh. this is the tough part. Cause he needs Liam on side for anything to work at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think he needs to get rid of a trader next. Absolutely needs to get rid of, I think if you're a trader, you need a trader gone this next episode, no matter what, because there's a buffer of a second trader. I think you 100% need to go to the final four with two traders. If you go as one trader, I think you're cooked. I think it's going to be tough to win that unless people actively think you're the last possible person to be, to be a trader, then you're fine.
1: I think it just depends on who's the last faithful left standing. uh, When you're the trader, so like if you're in the Camille spot and you're looking at like, okay, if Sarah's the final faithful, I'm in clearly the prime position to win this thing. So if we just start banishing people, it's going to be looking great for me. It's gonna, I can whisper sweet nothing into Sarah's ear, and then she's just in my pocket. And if we get to that final three, obviously we've only got one other trader out. So um, yeah, Blake got to go. It's the same thing for if Blake had kept Keith around and Keith was. So emotionally invested in Blake being a faithful, really liked the guy. Wanted him was not not doing his best undercover, or whatever detective cop, whatever Keith ended up being at the end of this. Because man, that was uh, an interesting. He's like, I got this big surprise as he stands up and I'm like, yeah, you're not a traitor, guys. You're, you didn't get him that easily, uh, faithful. He's this big cop who's kind of done goofed for uh, seven episodes now, on the traitor's not the best look. But he needed to be there for Blake. Instead, Sarah's here. Um, Liam needs to be there in the final four with Sam for Sam to even stand a chance. I don't know what that looks like in a two to two. The Sam, Sam would not want to go to a final three, I feel like, with both Blake and Camille. I feel like that is asking to be axed. Yeah. I feel like that would be such a tragic and almost a little too karmic, but... Such a bad move to go to that final three, and maybe that would be the best ending in a story sense where Blake gets his revenge by by uh, getting Sam into a position where he can't win. Because I gotta think, like, if you're Camille and you have that final three, you just cut Sam out for all of his BS, just let him easy point.
0: one to push out. He's so easy to push out. There's yeah, like, he's survived so many. Do they to go
1: to a vote if it's three traders. <laughs>
0: Like,
1: um, did I, does the game just auto-end? I it's think like it auto-ends at three
0: traders. I think Maybe it does. Like, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. at that point, they all know, because at that point, it just becomes a, all right, how many of you want to win this money? And I feel like that is not how they go about it. I think I mean, there's no suspense other than, like, will they backstab each other for
1: more money? But, but also,
0: historically that's speaking... That's like Survivor.
1: Isn't that just Survivor at that point? Isn't yeah, that which Brother? is not... It's not traitors. <laughs> Um That's, like, a completely different show. But, hey, I'll watch it. I've watched it a lot. So I'll take a so final three vote.
0: Here's the thing. Historically, looking at the, uh, the seasons, without spoiling anything, I believe... Is this the first time we're going into the finale with more traders than Faithfuls? I think we are.
1: Um... I think so. Maybe
0: I think so. One? Uh, so. I'm, uh, I'm looking uh, at season one right now. And in season one, we do know we go to the final five with two traders.
1: Yeah. Okay. And I know like us had two or so UK was two. I think Um, they were all outnumbered. So it's like, that's how yeah. it is. I mean, that's how that's like the best case scenario where you're down to the wire and either you've got one trader who's really good. and just finesses everyone or you've got two and they have to decide this prisoner's dilemma of like, how, how do I win? And, and do I sacrifice my partner to get all the money? Um, or do I go to the end with them and, and split the prize, but increase our odds of winning because it's much easier. Like the, the, for all intents and purposes, the traders have won the money. It's just a matter of how much money do they get? That's the ultimate question, which is a little less interesting than who wins. We know who wins. It's not Liam. It's not Sarah. Um, So it's just like navigating that path of what do you want to do at the end? The the, the traders have earned it. And a part of me feels like Camille hasn't fully earned it. I always feel this way about a trader that gets brought in halfway through the season. Well, I kind of like to see the OGs because they've had to work the hardest from the very beginning. And you can't say Sam hasn't put in the work and Blake to an extent. Blake has honestly had to do in some ways more because he had to deal with Sam of all people. He's had to survive
0: the wrath of Sam.
1: (laughs) Enter battle fight, fight a battle with Sam in traders tower more than once. Then call a ceasefire. Trust this dude. There's a lot like Blake has gone all the way around. No
0: one has fought Sam and survived except for Blake. Blake put his name out there, voted him and is still here playing the game. When Sam's MO has very much been, you say my name, you're cooked, you're done. So that in and of itself is an achievement. Now, allow me to push you back for a little bit, Peridium, because mm. I think Camille has earned where she is. Because I while well, I do agree she hasn't earned her trader stripes, so to speak, I think playing a good enough faithful game where you're not targeted, you're not murdered, and then you are recruited is in and of itself a skill.
1: Yeah. No, there's it's definitely some rope. skill. There's yeah. there's yeah, it's definitely tire-up. I also think entering Trader's Tower. Um, without that pre-established connection that they have had is a very interesting predicament. You're not sure if you can be tru- if they can be trusted. You have to sort of, and this is obviously in, in 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 Camille's season. It's a little different here because they have like clear disdain for each other. Um, they've been battling each other for a while, and like seeing Sam take out Ash is, uh, <clears throat> and it sort of just tells you like wh- that's the stage has been set. It's been the two of them for a long time and you just have to imagine this is like a very precarious trader's tower that she's entering other times you see people enter trader's tower from being a faithful and um there's like there's a camaraderie and uh that allows you a little bit of time to to breathe and get in i i don't i feel like it's okay. I just i'm like she's kind of entering she went from playing for the junior team to the senior team, and the senior team now she's just against the juniors, and it's like there's been no no competition. And I guess the biggest thing she's had to endure is the the civil war between the traders. But it's almost so easy that the civil war is irrelevant because it hasn't mattered at the end of the day. They haven't voted each other out. They haven't gone for each other at the moment. They've kind of wanted to. There's been a bit of talk this in these last two episodes about. Should Sam, just Sam, he wants to get Blake out. He he did have that in mind. Didn't end up panning out because of the heat that he was catching, um, which is great for Camille. But I'm also like, it's a little bit of Camille sort of benefited from just the circumstances. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a little less rewarding in a way. And I also maybe just don't feel like they've sold Camille as well as they've sold previous traders who were inducted, who are recruited maybe it's just a me thing though. I don't know. She's, she's okay. She's not, she's not the worst. She's the best faithful after Luke and after Luke and Annabelle. So I guess I'll give her that. The bar is incredibly low though. When I say that, I'm Oh, sure. there's a huge
0: drop off. Let's <laughs> it's not like get it. Annabelle Luke and
1: then, like the bar is so low that I'm like, I say that and I, I do mean it. It's not a bad thing, but I don't know. I just, this is why I said last week, I, I feel like if this isn't Sam's game to win, like then I just, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's, he's played this game the hardest and maybe Blake is the runner up in that, in that regard. And Camille is there, but I do feel like she was kind of given a little bit of the cheat code. She was given it halfway through. And if it wasn't for that, she wouldn't be there obviously. And I don't know. It's not the worst ending though. And I can see why people would like Camille winning. She seems okay. She seems fine. Not a problem. Just, I do live for like big TV and I I do like that kind of gameplay. and, And Camille's kind of gotten the best of both worlds served up to her where she was on the bad sinking Titanic. And then she got on the life raft. The only one left. And now she gets to
0: coast. I mean, I think, I think that's the, um, like that is the best of both worlds. Like if I was to play traders, that's kind of where I want to be is start as a faithful, be good enough until I get recruited as a trader. That's really the best of both. But you get to also play both tough. Roles.
1: That's tough to do. Like, you can't really do much to...
0: Exactly, which is why it's commendable, Peridium.
1: I don't know, though, because it's like, what did she do to exactly to get recruited? Like, not obviously die, which is good. Not
0: die and then call out Sam at the right moment.
1: Yeah, at the right moment.
0: Right. Because I think Sam realized that if I kill her, if we murder her, they'll know it's me because she threw my name out if we leave her alone, she's going to be the most vocal and rally people to get rid of me. She has to get recruited to join me. That's do, what has to happen. I do kind of feel think like Annabelle sorry. would have been on the fast track to get recruited. Had she survived long enough and they had an opportunity if she had never thrown out Sam's name. Cause Sam really was like trusting her. Right. Um, so I think she could have had that spot, but at the same time, you do enough shenanigans. I'm not I'm not risking getting to the end with your menace ass if you're being menacing. So,
1: I do kind of wonder if it's more commendable to start from where you start with the strategy and prevail as that if you win the season either as a faithful or as a trader from the very beginning versus you can't control the recruitment part of it if you're a faithful. So if you do, you're given the keys to the city. You're given, I mean, that is, the, they're rolling out the right carpet for your victory. Mm-hmm. And it's shown, it, it does happen. Like traders can win this way. It's probably the, the, the best path. But I also feel like it's it's a little luck-based in a way because you can't ultimately decide that. So if I'm looking at big picture, I almost would rather it be more of a, like a, the winner is decided purely on the skill of it. Like if Sam wins, he did it because he managed to finesse from day one. Versus like being given the golden the, the whatever the, the skeleton key to the city or had the carpet rolled out for them halfway through just on like a big picture, like season by season basis. Because, I mean, we've seen this happen before where somebody gets brought in halfway through and then ends up winning the game. Um, and it was I did enjoy the, those moments when they've happened. But
0: oh, and I there's definitely been people who have been recruited that I've said if they win, that's BS and I'm going to be very irritated. So, yeah. I don't want to make it seem like in the U S
1: and the UK for me. I was like, I do not want this person to win. I don't think they deserve it.
0: In Australia. I was like, nah, hats off, hats off. You're, you're doing it right. So it really depends on the brand and the way, but for me, it's fascinating. And I feel like Camille finds herself in such a good spot. Potentially. For nothing she has done as a traitor, but for everything Sam has done as a traitor. Because, again, using the shield mechanic to pretend that you are a faithful is good until people suspect you on it. And you've actively blocked anyone thinking about a recruitment, which only helps Camille and and sewers your game more. Yep. Yeah. So then let's talk about your favorite part of this (laughs) show. I was waiting
1: for that. What's my favorite part?
0: You know what it is. For It's challenge time, (laughs) Peridium. We oh boy. Had, okay, so I had to look at this to remember. We had two challenges in the first episode. One was an armory <laughs> challenge, the the other was a regular challenge obviously. And the first one, we can kind of yada yada, it was they had to find these barrels and then break the barrels open. No, yeah, right? With the hammers?
1: Dude, I don't know. Uh no shield, what's the point? Skip. Wow. I went back and rewound. They had to... So these people were trapped and they had a map on the inside. They had to guide the people on the outside to find keys that would help unlock them from the cell they were in. And they would earn money
0: yeah they would Based earn on their success mm-hmm, and then uh yeah they had to use hammers to break open the barrels low yeah. key for a second i thought that was new zealand and i was trying to figure out if i would messed up on <laughs> my 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 ones but i did
1: they do that in new zealand i, I haven't watched they it did not
0: um okay. they did not so that was the first one then they had here's the thing so then they had the armory challenge which we love these we've talked about it Mm-hmm. But can we be honest? This was essentially the same armory challenge as earlier yeah, in the season. As the bows it's, shooting instead of bow and arrow, it was a uh, axe throwing. So yeah, it was like, the same challenge. I
1: appreciate it the first time because it was a little different. They hadn't done something like that. But then this was another like, oh, cool. So they've taken that challenge. Um, I like the idea of it being like you got to pick and choose who you're targeting and why you're targeting, and then you also have to be somewhat skilled. You can't just pick somebody you got to actually perform. Um, So like the person who's better at the challenge, which is a skill in of itself. It's a little less relevant in the scheme of the trader's game, but it's there. But yeah, it was honestly like from a TV perspective, I was like, oh, man, this is also kind of boring. Like they're just throwing axes and missing.
0: That's it. (laughs) And then Keith wins and gets banished that night, so it doesn't even matter, <laughs> right? And then I thought, oh, Keith won. And then I went, wait, no, he. I thought initially, I thought,
1: oh, there we go, because in the other seasons they've had it where you can't get murdered, you can't get banished if you win the shield. I'm pretty hmm. sure, right? That happened. I think in last Australia was it? Like if you won the shield, you you can't get banished. I remember that coming up. What? No. Yeah, I think they, I think they changed it. I could be wrong, but no, no, no. Shield. I remember there was somebody been... who hmm. was targeted. For the vote, and then they, it was oh, a guy. Oh yes, yes Lewis? they got an
0: immunity from getting voted out, and it was like, oh, if they didn't win this, they were out. It wasn't
1: that Lewis, I think from season one, and it was. And like, I'm
0: it, pretty sure, wasn't it? Um, Kate. Kate also got safety through well, there, the yeah. the shield. Wait, so was that? Hold on, was <laughs> oh, that a was that a different thing, or were they the, the shield? The just, shield. I
1: mean, if I if I quickly glance, um, uh, let's see. I don't know. This is uh doing our homework uh in the middle of the podcast i mean
0: sometimes you got to do this because there's so many different they're not universal rules every show has its own like weird rules that well, they i they had have heard i had
1: heard for australia season two that they were going to change some of the stuff up and i think the shield was one of those things and i was like okay um i had heard that they weren't going to do it every every episode which i thought like that's a little bit trickier i'm not sure how you're going to do that like why why do you decide it at certain episodes? Um, Yeah, it says here the Australian version was considerably more powerful. It protected the holder for both the banishment and the murder.
0: Okay, so yes, that is very true. Because I remember those moments. It's kind of cool. It's an
1: immunity challenge, but it also protects you. So it's like actually, there's even more going on there. Heath could have really used it this episode, and then so when he won it, I had this brief moment. I was like, dang, they got us. They pulled the old switcheroo that Survivor loves to do, which is the guy who's getting all the heat goes on to win the immunity challenge, and now where does that leave us? And I was like, "Oh wait. Oh no. Oh okay, he's going. He's still going." Okay. Okay. Like would this have been better as an immunity and a protection from murder? Absolutely I, not. I th- you you don't think so?
0: I think that you got to let the faithfuls shoot themselves in the foot if they Well, they still would they have, have they just to. would have
1: they would, would have probably gotten glory out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I like the I like the idea that as a traitor, you are let's say for example, you really want Liam out. And you're like, "All right, We got to get Liam out. And then Liam wins the shield and can't get murdered. You're like, damn, well, if I really want Liam out, now I got to do it publicly at the round table. I like that adage where now they might have to push the agenda in public if they really are trying to flush someone out of the game and they can't just wait until they're not with the shield next week. Right. Like I like that urgency. On the other side, I also like the idea of the faithfuls being dumb enough to get rid of one of their own who also did have a shield Uh, so I'm also not mad at that honestly
1: Mm. okay yeah I'm I'm fine with either I guess I I guess it's okay I mean I I think it wouldn't have changed like Keith would probably have been voted out in, in glorious spot and vice versa so like they probably yeah. would have gotten glory out somehow. And then Keith goes next episode or you know, So it <laughs> yeah. doesn't really change much. <laughs> Honestly.
0: Yeah. That's the funny thing to me is that Keith is someone I expected to pencil into the finale who ends up going home with the shield when he probably shouldn't have, but Hey, it I, happened. I penciled, cool. I penciled
1: Hannah into my finale and I was like, Oh, I guess she's a big threat now. I guess I missed the memo, but I don't know. Again, it's, if
0: Hannah was on like, seemingly in Sam's pocket, I think she would be at the end.
1: Right, right. right. But I don't she had think a, that she had helped the eureka her. moment.
0: Yeah. You can't
1: have the, the, the eureka moment. You just Not gotta ride, <laughs> ride the game to the end and lose. That's, the, that's how you do it. What was the challenge in episode eight? So this was a blindfold antique challenge where one person, oh, yeah. was, one person was blindfolded and the other person wasn't. And they had to try to navigate them through an antique shop, <clears throat> through an antique shop, And, um, the more they knock stuff over, it would, it would cost them, but there was no shield. Um, it was just for money, sort of like the other one in in the previous episode with the barrels. So again, I wasn't super captivated. (laughs) I wish there was a shield, like the person who broke the least or something, but I I don't know. It is what it is.
0: Tis what it is. Yeah. Um, that also happened. They made 16 K there. So that's very nice. Um, mm-hmm. Yay, yay. <laughs> um, and then ultimately, again, they had agreements to vote out Sam and then Sam did not go home and Gloria instead goes home. Also calls them dum-dums on the way out, which I think Gloria <laughs> has earned the right to. She has voted out the most amount of traitors at the round table. So yeah, she gets that one.
1: I mean, it was kind of a losing battle. She was in a 3-3 vote and she was putting heat on. Like, do you go with that? if you're if you're sam or if you're blake and camille do you vote out sam there i i don't i don't know like that's a very risky now you're really putting it down to the wire it's probably not worth it like they have a sure shot to win so Mm -hmm. while gloria could be an avenue to take sarah with you and you get out i just don't think it's worth it so i'm like gloria unfortunately you're just like hannah just like simone just like all of these players You're having that moment way too late. You should have done it last episode. You should have done it the episode before. She didn't go. I mean, I guess they voted for Liam, Hannah and and whoever Keith voted for Liam. But um, I mean, this is just the tragedy of these these terrible players. Like they're just Gloria is she can call them dum-dums. But I'm also like, like, girl, you you didn't do anything either. Like you voted them out, but you can't just vote one vote you got to do more than that
0: she did she voted out multiple times for one vote
1: th- one vote multiple times isn't good enough unless you want to combine all of her votes into one that's like cool you got it right i guess we'll give you the uh the participation trophy or whatever like most votes on a trader, you get that award. You win I that.
0: I will badge. be keeping an eye on you when we play Goose Goose, and you're like, I knew all along that it was this person, and I voted them in the third I round. I hate I'm when like,
1: people say that. By the oh, way, oh name names. <laughs> people are like, I knew it, I knew it, and I'm like, No, you didn't, and it doesn't even matter because it's over. Yeah, even if you like, did know it. Like, then it doesn't matter for anything. It just and everyone says it on every show all the time it's such a pet peeve of mine because my wife pointed out to me as we're re-watching all big brother seasons like the twist happened i knew it and it's like how many people have said it with like bb25's big twist it's like you did not know it come on unless unless you're izzy you did not know anything
0: (laughs) i knew it i knew Uh, it i'm gonna do that every game on sunday and see if you pick up on it
1: okay you'll be like (laughs) i knew it i'm like Puya, you won you were the <laughs> like I knew it I knew, I knew it was, it was me <laughs> <laughs> like, okay.
0: okay so I honestly feel like at this point we have arrived at the end of the podcast because we've already talked about our predictions of how the end game can go I think we both agree that it's a traders win impen- <laughs> like pending. it's just a matter of which combination or which singular person is going to win and there are no murders happening overnight so we're going to go into the next episode with five we're going to have one last challenge for assuming the rest of the prize pot and then we're probably going to have a banishment and then the finale roundtable aka the are we voting or not voting people out
1: so what's your at the end of this what's your final prediction for who wins
0: see i feel like because i've thought sam is going at every point i think it would be funny if i say sam wins and then he doesn't win and then i (laughs) was just wrong on him the whole way through so it's probably that but if i'm trying to be extra book and like go through the the analytics and and really flesh it out i would probably say camille but i'll say sam for the for the funds
1: okay so you've got both your hands in both boxes (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I was the official one sam so if, if sam loses you can be like haha you were wrong but then i can say i knew it peridium i was gonna, gonna I say what's your camille i knew it win
1: you're gonna get it wrong what was your i knew it i knew i was gonna be wrong moment it was camille winning
0: yes so i exactly. guess i can
1: flip it i've been thinking sam's gonna do well and i'll just say i think camille is gonna win i'm more wondering does she win with or without blake but i think i kind of hope sam wins but that's where I'm at.
0: I would like Blake to also get some money for the, uh, for the I mean, the hazardous work okay environment Blake, I mean. that he's had to deal with Sam for the <laughs> yeah. whole game. Get him some money, get him some coin.
1: Yeah. Give him some uh, money for a therapist. He's going to need it after dealing with this narcissist for
0: nine episodes. Yeah. And, uh, and no money for Sarah or Liam. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed your breakfast, Liam, but yeah. that's as much as you get for this game. <laughs> and um, I
1: know that I, 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 Probably won't be available for the finale podcast, unfortunately. So, you know, I'll get to listen to you talk. Do you is I know you're going to have a special guest on. I don't know if you want to reveal who that is or not, but it is Liana. Okay.
0: Yeah. The, um, the, uh, I don't have a flashy title, but the amazing one, <laughs> the number one detective the, in that first heart.
1: The first lady of the Traders,
0: yes, coverage. of the Traders Empire, the, the, the i don't have good titles it's uh, my mind is a little mush right now peridium but yeah liana will be coming in big shoes big big peridium shoes to fill but i think she'll do it justice hopefully she loves the traders as well so and i know you two have talked about traders australia extensively oh, when yeah. she was first watching them so yeah i called I her up i was like
1: fun. i have to die i have to talk to somebody about this and so we basically recorded a podcast without recording a podcast
0: yeah yeah i remember she was like uh, y'all did a phone call and she was like, I just talked with him for about an hour. I was like, about what? Like, traitors. Like, oh, I was like, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. So she, she will be joining me in your stead, Peridium. Right. She hasn't watched a single episode yet. So
1: she's gonna binge it. Oh, that's fun. i mean, okay. Yeah, cool. so I'm
0: very keen to see what her thoughts Does she are know on. spoilers everything. or
1: anything. Does she know? She anything
0: She knows about nada. It? She has oh, no wow. idea. Yeah, okay,
1: I'll be interested to hear it takes.
0: Yeah, so it'll be fun to see with the one episode two. I'm sure she'll have takes coming in from the early days and then we'll be able to put a nice little bow on it. And then who knows, pretty maybe you and I will find our way into the post season with something traders. Sure. Hey, you. I'm yeah. Down. Yeah. So let the people know pretty we'll the
1: We'll get an interview with the winner, Liam.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yep. Definitely. After I just called him a dummy and said, enjoy yeah, breakfast. Know. That oh, will be man. awkward. Liam, if you're listening, I have no beef, my man. I have no beef. <laughs> or Sarah. Or Sarah. Or, or Sarah. Sarah. I have no beef with either it. of
1: you. But- biggest, big, biggest blindside in the history of reality of of the Faithfuls winning at the end of this season.
0: Yeah. If Listen, that happens here. Yeah. <laughs> Traders AU, has, the season two has made me have an egg on my face the entire season. And I'm usually not too bad at my reads on, on podcasts I do with Mass Singer. I'm a sniper. I am very goaded uh, mm. with Big Brother. I have good analysis. Traders New Zealand, I've had some good reads. but But AU has kept me on my feet and kept me guessing, which honestly is a blessing. And I'm very grateful for it because mm. I like not knowing things just as much as I do like knowing things. Oh, I love a good old fashioned blindside. Oh, uh, yeah, and, and we got one on Big Brother today. So the, the number of times I
1: think of the number of times I think of Debbie Wanner saying "total blindside" is yeah, too much to count. Yeah, um, but anyway, yeah, no. People can find me on YouTube. I post weekly videos of Big Brother Survivor. Uh, we're about to start Survivor season, so I'll be, I'll be I'll be posting both at the same time, which should be a lot to deal with. Uh, it's, I don't think it's ever happened before, actually, but we're gonna have a lot of lot of Big Brother, a lot of Survivor going on every week. Wednesday's Survivor, Thursday's Big Brother. Um, and if you want to hear my thoughts on any of the current seasons going on with those shows, you can also find me on Twitter or, or X, I guess, whatever you want to call it, uh, um, under my real name, which is Billy Geis. So, or just search Paridium, you'll find me.
0: But that's where I'm at. There we go, and Peridium, I gotta say, it's been a fun season with you, man. I hope you had fun on this uh, whole season podcast endeavor that I brought you on. It's been a delight. It's been great to get to talk to you and break things down with you. It's been great to hear you rant about your, your (laughs) producer thoughts. So I'm going to miss those on a weekly in my ear. But I'm sure we will our paths will cross once again. It was
1: fun. I, uh, thank you for having me um, when, when you reached. I was like, oh, yes, we got to do this. I was excited. And you know what? If it came out again, I would do it all over again. So,
0: hey, there we go. That's what we'd like to hear. Well, thank you, Peridium. Y'all can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, Twitch.tv slash Puya. That is where I am when I'm not podcasting. So definitely come through and say hi. I would appreciate it. And also thank you to everybody who has left a rating. On the traders wrap up, I asked to break the 10 barrier. We have smashed it. We have 12 in the U.S. I believe we have, I think, two or three in Australia and a couple in Canada. We're cooking. This is a brand new feed that was formed basically at the start of this uh, Australia and New Zealand cycle of traders. I do appreciate y'all coming through. And obviously, Canada is soon to come as well. Traders Canada is on its way. We should get it in the next month or so. So definitely keep your eyes on this feed. And again, if you would like to leave a rating and review, I will still take them. and We very much appreciate them to allow people to find this little podcast we've got going on. You can do so over on robaswebsite.com slash traders. That's T-R-A-I-T-O-R-S. And uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts over there. Would appreciate it. If you would like to check out my other podcast, I've got 90 Day Fiance, two episodes a week going on right now. And the aforementioned Big Brother live feed updates friday mornings is where you can find me talking about all of those this is about to be a whirlwind of a week on there so we're all bracing for impact um oh, so baby. it should be it should be fun and you'll probably find me on a recap and next week as well but for now we do appreciate you joining us here in traders towers we hope you had fun and we will catch you next week to find out who won and more importantly who lost but until then take care have a good one bye